It's all you can do. Try to try can't to get rid of them. Can't Gotta keep them. Can't get no receipt back, right? Mm-mm, that's it. <laughs> that, that, that return uh, policy has expired. So expired. I what would we say, what would we say if you put an ex- expiration date on uh your return? Because you know how you like you got a warranty, warranty expires yes. after. So what would we say? I'm trying to think. Uh, when when would the warranty expire on a husband? I would say in the first three years, your warranty expires. Three years? That okay? Let me think. Three years. I would say just and, and tell me what you think. I would say the warranty would expire on a husband a year six. I six? say year six. Okay, let me tell you why I say year six. Maybe okay. that's the extended warranty. Okay, okay I say year <laughs> six because you know year seven is when ah, they say all. Oh, hell break loose in yeah, seven yeah, right yeah. so you got to decide okay with the last six years we've been gone through do i want to deal with year seven with him or am i just gonna go on take him back right now instead of okay. that that's fair, so, that's fair yeah like you don't know that's the that's a chance you take you don't know if year seven gonna be bad or if it's gonna be all right but you gotta make a decision year six before if the warranty expires, back. <laughs> if you go take got a seven year warranty, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here because I took a six year warranty out um, on my husband, and I'm thinking, you know, before we get to that seven year, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. go ahead and and bring him back because <laughs> I don't know if I can afford um the things that might happen in year seven. Just the maintenance on it is just a little too much. It's just for me. too much. Can I? <laughs> Just want to trade it in for an upgrade. <laughs> I just want to tra- Can I trade it in for? I just want to refinance and see if maybe. Oh, oh <laughs> on a new one. Oh. I want to, re- you know, on a new one and see. I, hopefully, I'm not upside down because I have been really taking care of it. I so have. Hopefully, it's it's held I've been, its value. I've been up on the on the maintenance. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, it's held its value. I just don't oh. want this one anymore. Uh-uh. There's a really cute one over there on the other I side. I brought of it to lot. the church for all of its maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> right? I We've brought it into this church for all of its maintenance. Yeah, we it's not we're working just out. you know, we've just decided to upgrade. <laughs> We've got some really nice new shiny things on the lot and uh, <laughs> uh sparked my interest. <laughs> I don't know about this new stuff on a lot. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, well, friends. Hey, ladies, fellas, and friends. You are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and Lamisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then, honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Welcome to another episode of Three Dope Wives, the podcast that gives you the insight into the the real married life. I am your homegirl. Kendra in the house with my homegirl, Misha. We are still missing one third of Three Dope Wives. Our girl, Adelise, is still out handling some business. But fingers crossed, hopes up, she will be back next week. So we hoping yeah. to see our girl. Yes, it's been 
It's been a long, <laughs> long yes. time coming. Come on, back, right. girl. Come on, Come girl. On we miss you, girl. <laughs> yes. So, oh my gosh, Misha, I'm I'm so excited about today's topic. Mm. Um, <laughs> girl, listen, because because the times they are a changing. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. (laughs) And people are coming up with just some new and interesting issues for Mm. their marriage struggles today. Yeah, the new, new. The new, new, new. I just, half the time, I'm sitting up here like, I don't understand it. Me and Misha were talking uh, about, about, you know, how how she's she's current. I'm so old school and so crazy. (laughs) Same age. I'm all old lady. She's all like, nah, nah, nah. I'm up on what's popping. What's going on? Yes. I try. I I keep trying, but I feel like every time I try, I'm like, "Mm -mm, I don't know if I like that. Mm." Listen, you don't have to subscribe to it, Mm. but at least be in the know about, you know, what these new couples are doing, how they're meeting, you know, how they maintain and just being in the know of what they're doing, because sometimes you got to bring them back old school and introduce them to some things. Hello. Good morning. I I think, you know, (laughs) sometimes, sometimes y'all be a little, I think what it is, is sometimes it's just a little too new for me. It's a little bit too, too new. It's a little too uh, too far left from center for me mm, yeah you know I can get that I get that you know I I I I like my I like my good old comfy I'm I'm such a I think I think of it like you know how um women like to decorate yeah how we like to put our homes together and there's all these different styles that some people have like some people really love a contemporary you know look mm, um, a lot mm-hmm. of some people really like a traditional look uh, you know, modern, these, yeah, yeah, modern and different things like this. I am such a traditional contemporary. Okay. Like, I want it. I want ever, I want things to be comfy, cozy, you know, um, I don't want ever to have, I was talking to my husband about this the other day. I don't want any, how any rooms in my house that everybody cannot have equal access to. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want a museum room, you know, in the front oh. of the house that no one can go into, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Okay, but you grow up with that room. You grow up I don't with like that it. room that don't, don't like nobody it. can nobody sit in. It's just don't. a little too fancy. It's, it's a waste of space. Why am I paying? Why am I paying good mortgage money <laughs> on a room to just sit there? That's crazy. We heating that room, cooling that room, cleaning and dusting this room. Are you crazy? We finna live in all this house, right? Because you'd be like, Grandma, why I can't sit on the couch? I mean, why I can't sit on this couch? Why this couch got the plastic on it still? <laughs> I hate this couch. Okay, so you more like the browns and neutrals and and eggshells eh, nah. instead of the grays and whites. Nah, and- I like I like okay, so I like the tra- I like a few traditional pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna be the dark wood for me. But okay, it's gonna be you know kind of the the uh the soft gray walls. You get what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So it's got to be a little bit of mix of the modern. It's a modern traditional. You know what I'm saying? Okay, transitional. You know what I'm saying? And so then like yeah. it's comfy com- comfortable furniture. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not into this museum looking these crazy shaped, you know, couches yeah. and things like this. Like I need I need to I need to feel like I can get a throw and take a nap on this couch. You okay. Know? Uh-huh. So that's where I'm at with it. And I think that, you know, when I think about what's new and what's trending and all of that kind of thing, 
um, I'm not always so up on it. Like, I, I mean, not up on it in the sense that I don't, I don't know that it exists, mm-hmm. but in the sense that I like, I don't really love it. You don't love it. Okay. Okay. You know what? What I would say is there is some good and bad in both in the old school traditional there's yeah. some good and bad you know yeah. the way we saw it the way we came up and yeah. then with the new new yeah, yeah. same thing some yeah. good and some bad right just you know take yeah. what works so, so that's what I think that's I think that's my mixture my modern traditional is what I call it well anyway I mean we've got we've got we can kiki all day you know how you and I go but <laughs> We got a real topic to get into today. So ladies, let's do it. Um, yeah, we 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 have struggled to determine uh, in some places gender roles in marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And so many of of you, our listeners, have told us about how you either don't or do prefer certain things to be acceptable where gender is concerned. Now, y'all know we've had this gender conversation, right? And, mm. and we know there is a very fine line when we discuss the role of a wife's place in her marriage relationship. But today, we are talking about current events in marriage. Mm. We, we yes. were talking about what is, what is, what are, what are people talking about right now that's like new and interesting that's, that, that we need to just kind of break down a little bit. So, Misha, um, I, I saw this thing okay, the, on Facebook and this, this, this guy, they, there was this post, this guy who was talking about things being 50, 50 in relationship. Mm. And he said this, he said, if I'm paying rent, she's paying utilities. If I'm paying the car note, she's paying the insurance. If I'm oh. washing the dishes, she's cooking. If I'm paying for the movies, she's buying the snacks. If I'm washing clothes, she's folding. Mm. If I'm sweeping, she's mopping. If I'm paying for dinner, she's leaving the tip. If I'm giving to her, she's giving to me. We're both stacking. This is a partnership. Ain't no way a person is supposed to do it alone. Mm. So my question is, should everything in marriage really be 50-50? Should everything in marriage be 50-50? Yeah. And I would I would say, can everything in marriage really be 50-50? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, how, I don't know if everything in marriage can be 50-50. I get it. I get this new school kind of, yeah. you know, um, we, we, we stacking, we trying to get it. Yeah. You know, we the power couple, yeah. um, we, you know, building businesses and all that kind of stuff. Like that's the new, new, like everybody yeah. is, you know, on their entrepreneurship, right. building money, stacking, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like yeah. that's the, that's that new, new. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of these, I'll look, finish show my age. I, I'm going to say, I think a lot of these kids. I do it too. Don't feel bad. Right. I think a lot of the younger generation kind of couples are more about like what you bring into the table and what I'm bringing to the table. And it got to match what I bring in order for me to even, you know, get into this thing with you. That part. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like if I'm making six figures, then you got to be making six figures. Otherwise, we not shall i say equally yoked that i i I, you know what that and that i don't understand i feel that that 
I agree with you in asking that question because I mean, to even consider the, the, the thought of it can, can any, can a relationship be 50, 50? I don't think it can be. Um, I mean, I think you got to bring the whole of who you are. Mm-hmm. They bring the whole of who they are. hundred percent, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. Right. And then, right. And then you work from that place because I've said this before, Misha. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I am currently a pregnant woman. Yeah. I am 100% carrying this whole baby. You're not sharing a responsibility? Uh, my husband is not carrying a piece of it. Okay. It's not like okay. he got arms and legs and I got torso and head. I mean, it ain't okay. that kind of party. <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> we're not going we're not going to both deliver and assemble a baby. It don't go like that. <laughs> oh, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that that we have to recognize, especially in heteronormative relationships, that there is not a real opportunity for there to be equality because we're just not built equally the same you get what I'm saying right and that's I agree you know what I mean it just it's not really possible no because well first my first thing is like what for a man to enter a marriage or to decide he it's time for him or he's looking for a wife like why is he looking for a wife that can that is equal to him as far as you know as far as finances right mm-hmm. like I mean I I can understand and I mm-hmm. wholly get that we all you know we end this together right like I'm about that we end this together till death do us part right you know doing our part till death do us part like I 100% yeah. am about that but yeah. if you are you know, some of the things that were said, like if I'm paying car notes, she paying insurance. If I'm buying dinner, she paying the tip. Right. Like, first off, that suggests that you guys don't like the money is not, you know, I got yeah. my money. She got her yeah. money. That's the first thing that that suggests. Yeah. Um, and then it suggests that if she doesn't do that, then you feel like she's not doing her part. Oh, my God. I mean, you literally just made me think of this. So, okay. <clears throat> so I, I mean, you know this, I've done a lot of uh, social justice work, right? A lot of work in, mm-hmm. in, in racial justice and all that kind of thing. And it puts me in the mindset of separate, but equal. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So we think of separate, but equal, but is everything necessarily equal, right? Because if one person isn't starting from the same place that you're starting from, they might need um, a booster step. You get what I'm saying? Or a ladder to help them be able to equally see. If we're standing and we're trying to look over a fence, I saw this as a graphic. I'm five foot two and you're six foot two. You're going to have a better vantage to see things because you're a foot taller than me. Right. And that creates a disadvantage. I think the same thing applies in marriage, which is why you put yourselves together. And I think unless you plan on living this separate but equal life in essence, I don't Mm. know that it's really designed in my mind. Marriage is not designed to be separate, but equal. It's it's designed to be a holistic unit. And you think about this one unit, like for example, I know you and I have a similar model in where, you know, my husband and I have the same bank account. Every time he gets a new bank account, I'm put on it. Exactly. Um, there's there's one there. Uh, we we each had one account 
that was our own that was really just for funny money right just for Mm -hmm. you know you're spending money my spending money uh for me to go get hair nails waxing eyebrows you know clothes whatever same for him but we didn't I mean the majority of money all went in and then to the same same account and then we split out allowances you know yeah exactly to me it's everything is there there's not a question mark of where the money is there's not a and 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 if we go out to eat I mean shoot we using a joint account like we (laughs) there's not a the money is the money Right, we going to eat. We so going we to eat. pay for dinner. Right, right. that's right. exactly and, it. And and my thing is like, okay, with that being like, is that old school? Like, what is it old right. school? You know, for when you guys go out to eat, for your husband to pull out the credit card, yeah. or even you as a woman to pull out the credit card and be like, okay, this this pays for dinner, right? Yeah, this credit card is gonna pay for dinner. It's not specific to my account it's not specific to your account right it's you know the joint it's the joint account right we both eating the tip is coming off but it this as well i mean like why is there an expectation of a man not to come into a relationship and be the provider right like that's where is that like why are you entering into a relationship saying that i I am going to be the provider. I'm going yeah. to be the protector, you know, and I'm going to be the leader of the household. Now, if she so chooses mm-hmm. to say, oh, baby, I got this or yeah. I got that or this, yeah. then that's fine. But that shouldn't be the rule. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, we all we all have those instances where it's like, okay, all of our, I mean, I feel like even when we go out to dinner, it's a family mm. discussion. It's like, a, okay, well, hey, I'm putting this on the Amex because, you know, we got a couple things coming out and I just want to, you know, do this and, you know, we need to, and I need to use it so that we can, you know, it can stay active. Yeah. And my going. So I'm, I'm going to put it on this car. Don't you worry about it. I mean, I used to in the beginning of our marriage um like the feeling of and my husband still does like he'll use his card most of the time but the fact of the matter is that my card is linked to his card so whoever pays it pays it and so uh sometimes we go in the store and he's like oh man you know I, I don't know where my card is or, or oh dang I left my wallet can you go ahead and pay mm-hmm. for it and it's not a thing you get what I'm saying right um, it's-, it, it's not a thing and so I just feel that that issues are made by trying to create this division within the marriage relationship, this 50-50, you come in, you got to mm-hmm. come with your half because the truth of the matter is that my husband's my husband. He's not my roommate. Exactly. This is our <laughs> house. This is our right. marriage. This right. Is, this is our money. Yeah. You know, like this, is, we're a union and that's the thing. Like, are you getting married for the for the union for the becoming one so that you can serve a purpose or are you getting married for status so that you guys can um, appear a certain way or reach Mm. certain financial goals and stuff like that like yes it's a partnership but it's a it's a partnership where two become one not where you know each individual person is responsible for specific you know contributions or else. And that's it. I, the, I, I think that that's it when you said the or else, because to me, it feels almost like 
it's a it's penalizing you know what I'm saying it's, yeah it's almost like you're you're less than you're not as good of if mm-hmm. you don't kind of thing you get what I'm saying yeah because right now I don't earn I earn zero dollars and zero cents and zero cents hello um I spend money but I'm yeah. not earning any so I mean mm-hmm. if, my, if my husband was like oh she ain't nothing because I'm paying all these bills and she don't pay no bills. She trash. <laughs> right. You didn't got pregnant. <laughs> that would and be fell horrible. Off. You didn't fell off. <laughs> you done fell off. Like old oh, girl. Fell off. Right. <laughs> I just I think that I think that there, I don't know if this is a cultural thing or a generational thing. Mm. Um because I know that I see this a lot in the in the African American community, right? I hear I right. see this discussion happening a lot amongst us. I don't know if this happens amongst our sister friends that are in different, uh, you know, ethnic groups. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're having this same conversation or this same experience or have or, or dealing with this same expectation mm. of coming to the table with. Right, and I think that. Another thing that we have to think that's kind of old school is that um, when a wife leaves her father's covering, Mm. right, then the expectation is for him is for the wife, for the daughter at that time to become a wife and go under the covering of her husband, which means he is going to take care of, Uh right, to completely cover her in all aspects now she might be you know good she might bring some stuff to the table yeah but the expectation is that when it comes down to it you gonna take care of my daughter you know what you two say for these pagan streets is that what it is <laughs> i got a little bit too much christ you got too much jesus you got love too much jesus <laughs> Because I think I think that I think that this is it. I think it's part of the governing experience of uh, whatever faith you have that speaks to how you live your life. You know what I'm Mm. saying? Um, And I know that even though we are Christian believers, not all of our listeners might be. And that there's that, that you have to have some governing principles. Right. And I think that those are the things you just start with at the beginning. And yeah. I can't, I don't know. I just don't know that we would be as unified as a married couple 13 years later had we started with this 50-50 mentality. Yeah, I don't think no. you, that was, that extended, you might have to say, you might have to bring your husband, uh, you know, at 13 years, like, you know what, I want to trade him in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this warranty right you might be looking at your husband warranty like you know what I think I want to trade you in because you (laughs) you ain't uh exactly what I signed up for (laughs) you You ain't these vows that we these Mm -hmm. vows that we made richer or poor better or worse sickness and health I mean everybody when they get married got a couple of those vows you might decide to delete you know one or two of those phrases but yeah. you saying some of them and they're about the ups and the downs of marriage and 50 50 doesn't allow any downs I don't think so is it a good thing you would say no I would say it is not a good thing I would say yeah do not enter a marriage like okay this is 50 50 you know you you gotta do your part and I gotta do my part or else 
Right. I agree. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, so the verdict, so the, so the three dope wives verdict is that on the question of should everything in a marriage be 50-50 is absolutely not. Absolutely. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely should, not. Girl, in the way of current events, we have been dealing with a whole lot of political hoorah, right? Yeah. Hoorah. Just, hoorah. Just <laughs> hoorah. Yada, yada, yada. Just blah, blah, yes. blah. Just, just mess. Yes. And and it's impacted so many of us, right? It's impacted uh it's impacted our friend relationships. It's impacted mm. our neighbor relationships. Yes. You know, it's it, it it impacts how we engage with strangers at the grocery store. I mean, it has been a mess. Yes. When it comes though down to marriage, I found a really interesting article okay. um, about this couple who live down in Florida, who have what we are calling a house divided. So this couple is a husband and wife Mm -hmm. um, that share opposite political views. Um, uh, I don't know their last name. They're Michelle and Curtis. Michelle and Curtis. Okay. Um, they Michelle is an avid Biden supporter, Curtis, mm-hmm. avid Trump supporter. Wow. Yeah. Under the same roof. Under the same in the same bed. Come on. In the same bed. Girl. How? I, and I don't understand how. Um, but they but I'm um, just to put this out there, they are newlyweds. They've been married one year. Okay. Okay. So campaign election year is their first year of marriage. First year of marriage. Okay. Um, okay. And so here's how they're defending themselves. They said, we didn't get married because of our political beliefs. So we mm-hmm. try to keep that separate. Um, huh. he, yeah. So they said, and then, and then they go on to say they actually had friends. Uh who were in a similar situation and are now going through a divorce. Yeah, that, that's what I would be looking for is um, some yeah. folks that's trying to say irreconcilable differences <laughs> when it comes to... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it out, but they, they... Okay, so here's what they say. They, they, they say that love does conquer in the end. They said that the elections will come and go and we will still have to continue on with our life. Um, and you can live your life in love or you can live your life alone. I said, wow. oh, y'all so new. They so new. <laughs> Listen, let's talk to the couples out here who are in that newlywed phase, right? Yes. Um, that might be a year and a year and a half in. Listen. Yes. Your see, my thing is like when it comes to politics, you know, bringing that in the house. First of all, it's about your foundation and your values. Like, mm-hmm. what side or what candidate do you identify with? Because their foundation and their values are similar to yours, right? And yeah. if my foundation and values are more like a Donald Trump and my husband's foundation and values are more like a Joe Biden, then 
how did what is the foundation of our marriage right Mm, like where do we connect like what draws us together because to me it sounds like um oblivion draws you together like you just (laughs) you really out here acting like living in a bubble and acting like everything that goes on outside your front door right is not happening like it doesn't exist like where do where they do that at <laughs> apparently they do that at their house that's where they do that at i, I think they, they do that in florida apparently in florida <laughs> that's how it rolls i don't understand this and i think to your point misha it to me it boils down to foundational values right i feel that uh-huh. i feel that most people select their political bar- party based on their foundational values and that's mm. something that you talk about before you say i do <laughs> Right. You got to know where do we stand on key critical issues? Where do we stand on racial and social justice? That's a big deal. Mm. Where do we stand on abortion? Huge deal. Yeah. Where do we stand on? Okay. Is my body, do I believe what the word says that my body belongs to my husband and his to my, his to me? Um, Or do I feel like my body's my body and I do what I want to? And Mm -hmm. if I decide I don't want to have a baby, then that's my business and not yours. Right. These are big deals. And yeah, these, these should be deal breakers. These These are definitely, are you kidding me? Should be. (laughs) These should be date. Let's talk about dating deal breakers. Come on now. Dating (laughs) deal breaker is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think no matter how much money you make, you making, you bringing a million dollars in a month that your taxes should look exactly like the guy who checks out our, our, our groceries at Kroger, Mm -mm. like the teenager who's working, you know, to help the family and learn about finances. Like you feel like that, that should be equal. Like that's something that's that's foundational, right? I mean, I think, I think that you, I think what ha- well, I think the, the the disconnect is that the generation before us failed a little bit. I mean, I don't want to make them sound bad, but I mm-hmm. feel like they failed just a little bit in raising the generation that came up just behind us. Okay. In the sense that they didn't give them the the necessarily the necessary tools mm-hmm. to truly be effective at adulting which is why adulting even became a word and became a thing. Because to me, it's ridiculous. What do you mean adulting? You grown, like be grown. But it it is a thing. And so they don't understand always, what do I need to do in order to make my life make sense? Mm -hmm. And uh, they go a lot off of how they emotionally feel. They don't have mm. a whole lot of emotional intelligence. So they're not really mm. tuned in, dialed into what is it that, you know, matters to me. And yeah. then you get into what is called in some instances, these starter marriages. And then you start discovering yourself. Mm, that's oh, oh, wait a second. No, 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 no. I don't want to be married to somebody who thinks that racism is cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be married to somebody who thinks that black lives doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, I I don't want to be married to somebody who thinks that science is science fiction. Um, (laughs) So so then you, I I mean, cause think about this. They don't have children yet. Yeah, of course. Kids. 
and and yeah. they're a biracial couple. Um, wait, no, no, wait. Oh, so he's white and he supports Trump. Yeah, and she's black and she supports Biden. Yeah. Okay, so let's dig deeper into this bubble that they've created Girl. because first off, any couple that is interracial they have to be digging deep and having conversations mm-hmm. of self-discovery mm-hmm. of, of learning new knowledge and thinking about their future. Because if kids ever happen and one of them looks more like the mama than it does the daddy, Come then on. there's going to have to be some different conversations in that household. And yeah. what's scary is that they, this couple has completely denied that, these conversations even have to happen. Like, I don't, Mm. I don't understand like a house divided. Like, I don't think your house, it it can't be divided for long. At some point it's going to be on two separate islands. I mean, yeah, right. (laughs) Like, cause that is, I mean, you can have friends and, or you can have associates that don't agree with your candidate selection. Right. But you can't be in a household where, somebody in the household thinks black men dying in the street is okay and then Mm. somebody else you know is having you know emotional trauma yeah seeing a black man die in the streets right yeah um yeah like what and is this a heart conversation they need to have like what is going what is going on with both of them where they feel like it's okay to have conflicting feelings about some of the things that have happened in the last 12 to 18 months I think that I don't go ahead I don't I don't I don't understand it I'm there will never be a house divided either you know we we have certain foundations and principles that our house stands on and either you come it's like you coming over here and agreeing with me on this foundational thing Mm -hmm. or you not but the, all of those things were hashed out pre pre a uh, proposal. Yeah, I, you got to do it on the front end. You can't wait until you're in the thick of it because once you're in covenant, like it's a sealed deal, or should I say, it should be a sealed deal. Mm. Um, and and it's so hard. I mean, I really don't believe that a house divided, a house divided cannot stand. I mean, the bird, it really can't stand. I mean, it's going to fall off to both sides flat out. That's just without me being super or hyper spiritual. Mm -hmm. That's just gravity. Okay. That's just gravity. You just just cut a house in half. Just cut cut a house in half and and watch that thing fall apart. Okay. So I I just don't, I don't, I think it's, um, I think it's really naive of them. I think it's very naive. I, do. Um, I think that they don't maybe don't they don't understand love um, because mm. love is just not uh, affinity. Right. It's not. Right. It's just it's just not it's not fond uh, butterflies and heart flutters. You know, no. <laughs> it's not just those things. It's more. And I think that when people miss the fact that it's more is when your marriage is just so doomed. Like you've got to get on the same page. Um, maybe, you know what? I don't know this couple. Maybe they won't have killed kids. Maybe maybe they've decided they don't want children. And then they can be as individual as they want to be within their own mm. marriage and mm-hmm. feel like we can leave po- politics when we cross this threshold. You know, we can cross this threshold and be you know, happy go, whatever they, uh, they had this little joke, uh, saying, you know, we always, we always laugh that our votes cancel each other out. 
And I was just like, I can't with y'all. That, that's that's the joke, huh? That's super that's the, cute. That's the joke. I, I can't. I would I, I would wish M- Michelle and Curtis all of the luck, girl, in the world. They're gonna need a whole four leaf clover. They go. They gonna need a six leaf clover. Like they need eight leaves on one clover to push through the next four years into the next election because it is a house divided can't stand. It just can't mm-hmm. divided like that on anything. Let's. I mean, like, come on. You know, when you talk about religion, when you talk about, I mean, like a house divided period, just it can't cannot. It doesn't work. So, um, so the so the so the dope wives, uh, verdict on can we live in a home of divided politics is no nope negative no you cannot but but in the way of other current events okay (laughs) we got we got one more on the docket okay um so this one i think is cute uh in in a way Oh, okay. Um, I in a way, I'm not gonna say that it's 100 percent cute, but it's kind of cute. So, um, women especially, we are always trying to keep it pretty hot and tempting, right? Yeah, we are always trying to keep it cute. Yeah, and at no matter what age we're at, you want to keep it cute, right? Like. Of I course. want I want to be able to come out of my closet and have my husband be like, okay, girl. And I'd be like, yes, sir, that's how I do, right? Yes. Um, but there is a mom in a <laughs> online who uh had some things to say about dressing appropriately for your age. Oh um, this is um her name is MJ. We're just gonna stick with MJ. Okay. I want to call her Mary J. <laughs> uh, we're gonna call her Mary J. Right for the episode. <laughs> and uh, Mary J uh, is a woman in her 40s. She's got daughters in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And she had the, there's this picture of this uh this this young lady wearing an outfit. And and let me just describe this outfit for our listeners. Okay. Um, there. Uh, this is a uh, younger looking woman. She looks like she's maybe 19, somewhere between 19 and 22. Mm-hmm. She's wearing uh, a modified peacoat type thing. Uh, very cinched at the top. Uh, it stops just above the belly button. Okay. With a belt. And the tail of the coat opens up and like hangs back like it it could flap in the wind or whatever okay and so then you can see her pants you can see her torso mm-hmm. um she's got on skin tight leggings and thigh boots oh okay so this is the uh, this is the imagery right so everything okay. is very very form-fitted um coat flapping in the wind Barely a okay. coat. Don't, the coat is really just for fashion, honey, because they ain't keeping nothing warm. Trust. Okay, so, I see you, sis. Okay, okay. So she, they crew, they crewed out here in these streets, right, 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 right. Um, but mom said this is the perfect reason to stress to dress your age. She said, my mm. daughters in their twenties saw this outfit and said, mom, we should get this for you for September to greet our guests at a rehearsal dinner. And she says, I never laughed so hard. I told mm. them, unless I am fighting crime the day before the wedding, I will not be wearing this outfit anywhere. 
<laughs> she said fighting crime. Okay, she so it, said, <laughs> I am not. Thigh high boots. <laughs> Listen, looking like Catwoman, looking like Carmen Look San Diego. Okay, all she needs is the hat. <laughs> She got the thigh high boots, the the jacket, just does it. Flapping in the wind, <laughs> the tights on. Come on, Carmen. You know, you, you see it. You see the moonlight. You know, kind of moonlight. Yes, <laughs> the wind blowing. She looking like she just defeated a uh, super villain. I just... <laughs> okay, okay. So dress your age. That's the that's, that's the, the statement. Yes, that's the that's the statement. The sta- Should we as women consider our age when we make our wardrobe selections? Is the question. Oh, that's a tough one because you know what? what? Some folks is 40 and fine, some 40 and Come fabulous. On, 40 and fine. And, 50 and fine. Yes, 50 and fine, right? And so if if you 50, okay, you 50 uh-huh. and you work out still, your stomach is flat and your waist is snatched. Snatched to the gods. To the gods. <laughs> and you... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and you can still get it popping in a thigh high boot with heels. My goodness. Like, who is mad at who mad at the 50 year old? Like, are you mad? Are you like looking at her like, you know what? You trying too hard. You need to go somewhere and pick up your grandkids. Too much. And you need to wear the, go somewhere and stir some collard greens, grandma. Like, like is that what we thinking? Is that I okay? Listen, <laughs> why would you go knit? Why would you go knit some boots listen, and some booties instead of rocking some high boots and make some Christmas cookies? What are you doing? Wait, what are you doing out here in these streets? Uh, I in think- competition, <laughs> in competition. With a 20-year-old. You know what? I'm going to say this. There are some women who are older, mm-hmm. who are snatched, who keep it cute, but they don't look like they're 20. Okay. So meaning that, yeah, they might they might wear something that's cute and popping, but it has more of a sophisticated look to it. Like, it's more exactly. like... It's exactly. more like not the junior section, not but the, the junior section. Okay, okay. So not the junior <laughs> section, but like the trendy section yes. in the women's area. So like they might go get them a couple pieces from Chico's, you know, but then mix mm-hmm. it up, you know, with a little bit of something else. That's so maybe a little bit more trendy. They might have had, you know, holler mm. at Nordstrom Rack on a little bit. They got a little mixed eclectic look going. I think mm. it's nothing wrong. Like, I'll give an example. Who is fly? Marjorie Harvey. Marjorie Harvey is fly. She's yes. fly. Come on now. Yeah. And she's and not She's not a spring chicken, but sis keeps it popping. She does. Body is snatched. Come on. Wardrobe is elevated to the gods as Come far on. as branding and what she rocking. She has always got on a nasty heel come on uh something with her baby thigh showing Mm. like are we mad at and she's a grandmother for real like three four times over right oh yeah she a grandma right and she always got the baby thigh out she always you know you know hamstring popping right way i think it's a way to keep it sexy keep it cute keep it classy and not look like you are a junior Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, <clears throat> I feel this. I'm late to the mommy club. Okay. I know that I'm going to be up in age by the time my kids, you know, are in their young 20s. Okay. Yeah. But I'm still trying to be the MILF. I'm just saying. Yes. I'm yes. Still trying to be, so I'm going to be that one that just like became vegan at 55 and got that personal trainer. And then you just got snatched forever. Right. And then like your kids, uh, friends be like, dang, your mama is Right, because the thing is, like they say, like 30 is the new 20, 40 is the new 30, 50 is the new 40, right? So for, you know, for me and my age group, like we don't look the way my parents did when they, like what I wear now, my mom would probably never wear. Or if she did, it would never be out, right? Mm. Like you got 40 year olds and, you know, 40 plus that wear crop tops. They can rock a crop top because Ugh. she snatched six pack. Like, but if she doesn't look 40, like what if the face still yeah. looks 30? What if the face still looks 25? Okay. I you mean, know? I think a little bit of, so I think, okay. What I think, I think we're talking about taste and class more yeah. than we're talking about age. Cause I feel this. Yes, um, that's what it is. If I were okay, if 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 I were just super snatched, mm-hmm. waist tight, all of this, I don't know that I would want my belly out. Okay, not for the public to see. Okay, so you a crop top, but a high waisted pants. So you gonna see a snatch? Oh, well, you see a snatch. So I might, or I might wear, I might wear it with like um, a tank underneath. Okay. Or something that, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think you need to see all my goodies. Mm-hmm. But you know the goodies is good. You know what I'm saying? You know That's the, all I'm yeah, no, the cookies is in the jar. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> the yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's some cookies in the jar. There's <laughs> some cookies in the jar. You know what I mean? So I, 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 think, I think that. I don't know that, that I think that, you know, you you can be ratchet in your, in your 20s and get away with mm-hmm. it. Okay. Oh, because you, you, know it, what? You, you get that excuse of being young. You get what I'm saying? You only get you you're only young once. You only be young once. Girl, wear that ratchet, you know, stinking. Yes. But I'm gonna tell you what, like somebody uh, there was the, the, the debate that was happening online was interesting because there was one woman like, Oh, I still wear my booty shorts, and she literally had shoots uh, short uh showed a picture of her in some shorts with her booty legit hanging out the bottom. And I was like, ma'am, no ma'am. No ma'am, no, no ma'am. ma'am. And you're right. It's about it's about style and class mm-hmm. and your taste, right? Yeah. And just being straight up appropriate for where you at or where yes. you're going. You yes. know that part. Because for me, if I was snoop, super snatched to the guys, like I would you you would see me in a high waisted pants and maybe a crop top. Now ain't no skin showing. Yeah, yeah. But because the pants are high waisted, you know that I'm snatched. There it is, right? You, you know, know exactly. And, and we not, and you know, it might have a blazer on top of it, you know, or something like that. Because right. I'm not here to, you know, expose all of the goods. But right. like you said, you gonna know it's good. <laughs> well, see, I like that. But you know what? Okay, so I, I'm a, I'm a Wendy watcher. I do like to watch Wendy, uh, Wendy Williams from time to time because yeah. she's mm-hmm. just a hoot. Um, and it's always interesting when she's talking about, okay, you know, I'm an old woman. I like to dip it and do it. That's her little thing. And dip I think it it's, it. you know, dip it and do it. And I think that's cute. 
I think that though there are some things that you that would be Wendy approved that wouldn't be Kendra approved. I'm just saying. Like mm, she might she might okay. say, Oh, okay, yeah, go. There's a there's a level of social acceptance, I think, with women dressing more risque, a little mm, bit more yes. ratchet. <laughs> ratchet? You know is, is that the new word? Ratchet? Like ratchet? Like I just ratchet, made it. but a little bit, maybe a little bit classy. Just as a little classy ratchet, <laughs> little ratchet. <laughs> so, so I'm saying, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, society is telling us be younger now. Yes. You know what I mean? Be younger mm-hmm. now. Uh, don't let those grays out. Get your hair done. Dye those disrespectful grays. Mm-hmm. You know, keep your fitness up. You know, keep your keep your uh, skin up. Yes, keep yourself looking young. That's one thing I will do. Even though I don't always, I haven't really been wearing with makeup the way I used to. I will keep my skincare up. That's a big deal to me. Yes. So yeah, my moisturizers, having good skincare, mm-hmm. all of that matters. I think <clears throat> taste level matters. So I think. I don't know. I feel like we've, I feel like we have a consensus. I feel like the dope wives, uh, advisement on whether or not you should dress your age Mm. depends on taste level and class. And if you snatched, I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if taste level and class, taste level and class, I'm not down for the ratchet personally. Mm-mm. I don't think a 40 year old woman needs to be wearing booty shorts. I don't think you need to be trying to pass for 20. I'm just saying. Right. I'm I don't for, think it's cute. So, so not ratchet, but ratchet. A little ratchet, but I'm thinking maybe a little tad above ratchet. A little tad above ratchet. All right. You know okay. what I mean? You, you can maybe, I think in your late 30s, you could probably be a little ratchet. I think once you come on to the 40s club, Use it to classify. Just classify. You got to classy. Class it up. Class I like it, it up a little bit. I agree. Yeah. See, see, see Marjorie Harvey for references. <laughs> see Marjorie, right. At Marjorie Harvey for yeah. references. <laughs> I love that. So Misha, man, uh, this is goodness. I love it. I wanna I wanna know if we can switch a little bit and talk about what is popping in the press. Popping in the press, popping yes. in the press. Pop, yes. popping. What's popping in the press? What's popping in the press? Okay, so there are a lot of things popping in the press. We're going to uh, hit on just a couple of things. Yes. The first thing that's popping in the press is we have a new president elect whoop, and whoop. Madam First Lady. Whoop, whoop. We have um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Kamala, Kamala, How Kamala. However, everybody in the world saying it, Miss Harris, sister, <laughs> Madam Vice President. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, they we have brand new administration. So hats. Well, off not yet. To, they coming. They coming. Well, they they coming. They President <clears throat> and Madam Vice President elect. Yeah, that. right. So they will be sworn in. Um, come next year, and ready to take on the task of healing our community our neighborhoods our communities our cities states and the country Mm. and getting us to a place where everyone is respected and loved and given the opportunity to pursue what the American dream is all about Mm. 
And so um, congratulations to Joe Biden and Madam Harris um, for winning the election. Um, And we look forward to everything that they have in store for us. And we will hold them just as accountable as we have every other president for their word, their promises, and what they deliver to the American people. Yes. Yes. Um, And that is very exciting. Um, And as you saw, if not in the press, that there were a couple of states that pushed Joe Biden uh, over the line for being the president. Um, And most of those states that had cities where votes were counted were from the African-American community and predominantly African-American women. And so um, we would like to thank all of our African-American sisters for being a, uh, just a proponent of change. Yes, saying we we want and deserve something different and something better. And we're gonna give somebody else the opportunity to do that for us. Yes. Um, Now, did you take an opportunity to see Saturday Night Live? Yes, I did. On set. My God. My My God. God. My God. My God. As as Tabitha (laughs) Brown says, my God, my God. My God, my God. It was hilarious. Dave Chappelle was the host and they gave him carblanche on his opening stand up oh my gosh and when i tell you dave chappelle brought the fire come on he brought the fire this man went from everything from um some of the things that we talked about some of the things that we have seen in the press over the last 18 to 24 months as all the way up and back through slavery and how white people can come to black people to get a, some lessons on how to deal with mm. what just happened mm. with this election, how to handle <clears throat> how to handle feeling a second, yeah, two, and um, basically how to read the room. And can I, I am, say, can I just say, he said N word on network TV. I'm just, I'm just saying. And smoked a cigarette on network and television. And smoked a cigarette on network television. Yes, he smoked a cigarette on network <laughs> television and used the <gasps> N-word on network television. On network they television. Did not bleep him. They did not, there was not a bleep in sight. Oh my god. We heard we heard every letter crisp oh, and clear. Oh my gosh. I was like, I mean, when I say my mouth hit the floor, I said, <gasps> Dave, <laughs> you know, I said, Dave, this is not HBO. What are you Come on doing? Now. This is not. This is not Cinemax. We didn't this pay is, for this. this is Dave, regular cable television. This is network TV. Yes, <laughs> Dave Chappelle went all. He went in. in. But you know what really got me? Jim Carrey got me. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey, and uh, I don't know the actress's name who portrayed Kamala. Mm-hmm. But um, when sis said, I just want to play this little song. And she put her song. phone up. <laughs> you about to lose your job. Hey, hey you about to <laughs> about lose, to your, lose job. your job. I about that. I said they are a mess. And then Jim Carrey took us back. If you're yes. grown and you know, 
if you used to watch <laughs> SNL back in the day. Yes, he took us all the way back with, <laughs> there has to be a winner. And, a loo- and there has to be a loser. loser. <laughs> oh, I, I completely enjoyed SNL. I, I, I did. I did. Yes. It uh, is definitely one that's going to go down in the books yes. as one of, I mean, there's going to be so many retweets oh of gosh. that it, episode. Oh, the memes, memes are already created. out there. They're already yes. out there. Are you kidding yes. me? Yes. It is it's it's a beautiful thing. And it's they should, so they should spell, he spoke nothing but the absolute truth, which sometimes is a large pill to swallow for some. Yeah. Um, but it's been a pill that has been stuck in the throats of many, 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 many Americans uh, for years. But like, let's not, dis- let's, let's not overlook the fact that there are over 70 million Americans that voted for President Trump. And yeah. those, those people right now, I don't know. I, I'm just gonna say, you know, y'all are in her thoughts and prayers. Um, yes. You know, praying yes, we you praying over the hate in your heart. <laughs> yes. And 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 all of that. Um, <clears throat> the bruised ego, because he has not yet acknowledged uh, defeat. No. So he's not no. conceded the race, and he is continuing to pursue lawsuits. Mm-hmm. In uh, I, I believe. Um, Arizona, Nevada, uh, uh, Philadelphia, Georgia, yeah, and Philly. So yeah. he's, he still he's pursuing his, them. Yeah, in his words, he's going to take it all the way up to the Supreme Court. Now, mind and you, he does not have. Yeah, he doesn't have the authority to do that um, to bring something directly to the Supreme Court. He does not have the authority to do that. And if he knew anything about history or paid attention social studies then maybe he would understand kind of how the government works but at any rate um, but but he he does have the thing is this the thing is to appeal to a higher court so you don't like the judgment that you get in one court you appeal to a higher court yes um so this is what he's hoping to do i hope that this all goes away soon so that we can just all move on and i will say real fast that biden and kamala and harris have 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 already begun their work they have already started uh working on a plan and i feel that like the media is pushing them to move on yeah um the media says it's over it's done these are our winners and they're like what's next on to the next so yes it's going to be interesting uh let's just keep our country in prayer uh let's just keep them lifted definitely um one last thing yeah, yeah. that's popping in the press. One last thing. We just want to say rest in peace to a man that we all know and mm. have loved and watched, Mr. Alex Trebek. He passed um, early yesterday morning from stage four pancreatic, no, excuse me, prostate. Is that right? Prostate yeah, cancer. Prostate cancer. Um, and um, September was Prostate Car- Cancer Awareness Month. Ladies, let's make sure that we are sending our husbands to the doctor to get checked and tested every year regularly so that any signs that this could be happening, that yeah. we can start treatment as soon as possible. So we want to say rest in peace to a man who has right. provided us entertainment decade and decade and decade, uh, you know, over. Man, he was a class act. He was. He was, he was. 100% a class act. Um, nothing but good things heard about him. Just a decent human being all around. Yes. Um, grateful that he got to see 80 years. Sad that yes. he didn't get more. 
and he will be sorely missed. He will be sorely missed. And that's what's popping in the press. Yes. Well, oh my gosh, this has been fun. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm always down, I'm always down for a good old girlfriend's kiki now. I'm always yeah. down for I have really enjoyed talking about these current events in marriage. Um, but you know, there's so much that we can go into. Listen, if you have topics that you want us to talk about, let us know. Hit us up at three dope wives at gmail.com and we will be happy to engage the conversation um before we go i just want to say that there are many ways that marriage can be done well ladies um however our best advice to you is that you set and maintain a strong foundation in order to be ultimately successful going half in marriage has been said to work in some cases even though we know now we know you can never truly go half on a baby come on now Mm. Friendships have been devastated by uh, different opinions regarding politics and especially in this past election, which has been particularly polarizing, I'd say. Um, It really is just best to be on the same side of the blue red aisle. I personally am purple, so I don't care if you're blue. I don't care if you're red. (laughs) But as long as you and the person you sleep next to every night and the person you are in covenant with uh, agree, I think that y'all can walk together and you can go the distance. Um, And if you are a woman who likes to keep it fresh and funky or just especially cute and trendy, or as we say, reshe, girl, go and keep that party going. Keep it going for as long as you can, honey. Because if you're pretty hot and tempting now, honey, you must just go ahead and and blaze out like... uh, uh, a fallen star and be pretty hot and tempting until the end of days, honey. Um, if you feel confident and fine, then hey, girl, we salute you. Ladies, friends, we love you, but we can't be here all day. We got a life to live, baby. We got to go. So we love you and we'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Crushed. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.